Come gather around, boys and girls. Sean, Pete, Kale, even you, the run of the litter, Marco. Come around, St. Philip, and listen as I regale you with a tale as old as time itself. Today I'll read to you the tale you know as St. Nicholas, that jolly old elf. Chapter 1. <clears throat> Wait, you've all read it? St. Nicholas? Yeah. This is, this is the, it's a oh. book club. Oh, it's a book club. Read I thought I was going to read it to you. Okay. No. No. All right, well, since you've already read it, yeah. but I guess we can talk about it and have a book club. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Comics Pals Book Club. This one suggested just in time for the holidays by listener Ryan Flubeck. Hopefully after you're done opening presidents. Presidents. <laughs> opening <eating> presidents. <laughs> I wouldn't mind opening a president or two. Eating dinner and singing tales, you'll take the time to listen to this whole book club as we talk about Grant Morrison and Dan Mora's Klaus. Published under Boom Comics. Now then, boys, before we talk about the book, is everyone in the holiday spirit? No. I mean a little, I guess. <laughs> Mark, are you in the holiday spirit? It's cold. Oh my god. Alright, well, hopefully us talking about this will get all of you in the holiday spirit and all of you at home in the holiday spirit. Anyway, let's talk about the book. This is a reimagining of Chris Kringle as a superhero. What were your initial thoughts? Pete, lead us off. Uh, so I went into this not really knowing what to expect. Uh, Grant Morrison, you know, is, is always kind of hit or miss for me. I, I definitely, sometimes when his books get too um, cosmic or magical or fantastical or what have you, like, they, he often loses loses me. Uh, and Klaus really, really worked for me. This is actually among my favorite things I've read by him. Uh, because it was just like... Oh. It, it was it was brisk. It went in in directions that I didn't necessarily expect, while also hitting a lot of the beats I was kind of thinking we might touch on. So it's just like I don't know. Like it was a really nice, enjoyable holiday story, you know. And I was in a very Christmassy mood when I read it, so it, it, it scratched that right itch. The chestnuts were roasting over an open fire. You know, you know Marco. What were you thinking? <laughs> no reply. Never mind. <laughs> Um, I, I like this. It was, it was fun. I, I did come in knowing what the book was and, and about it. I had heard about it. Um, so the sort of magical elements they got thrown into towards, uh, at least the more radical ones towards the end were a little more unexpected, but I think overall the book was, it was, it, yeah, it's what Pete said. It was, it was just, it was a fun story. And I liked the way that Morrison would pick Klaus against what you assume is this one villain and then turns out to be another. And then it, it becomes a, a fun sort of um, message as well. All right. Fair enough. Cal, what were your initial thoughts going in? You ever, you ever read something that is, that ends up being so out of the writer's wheelhouse that you're just like, <laughs> he either, he either like wasn't even trying and just was just like, yeah, I'll do it. Whatever. Or was just like, <laughs> this is the most fun he's had in years. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed this. Um, it was a, it was a very, a very easy Morrison book. Um, yeah, uh, the art was great. the The story was great. I would definitely give this to an to an edgy holiday teen. A holiday teen. <laughs> 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 All right, Sean, what did you think going in? 
Uh, I actually confused this with something else, because I thought that I had read this um, in the late 2000s, and this definitely was not out then. So, um, yeah. I, I thought I knew what it was, but I didn't. I'd obviously heard of it, um, but I, I, I didn't know what it was. And uh, I wasn't expecting what, what, what we ended up getting. But but that only go that only goes as far as I didn't know the premise, so I didn't know to expect you know Santa Claus as a you know like a like Batman type character. Yeah, it was like Batman Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, though, everything felt very very pedestrian, um, and it was yeah. it was it was like. Sometimes almost painful how obvious everything was, yeah. and it was so by the numbers, which I don't think I've ever read anything by Grant that I felt that way about. So that was a bit of a turnoff. It was fun, but um, very like uh, very generic. I thought. Have you guys ever seen the movie? It's like I think it's like the the real history of Santa Claus or something. It was like a movie oh, that was oh, on was like a cartoon network or something like that. Yes, when we were kids. I loved that movie as a kid. And it, it, this this reminded me of that, but like for edgelord teenagers, <laughs> like <laughs> just like it's like this very like oh, it's the story of Santa Claus before he became a mythological figure, and of course he kicked fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of having reindeer, he has wolves. Yeah, like I thought that was pretty cool. I guess. Do you guys ever? Did you ever see the Santa Claus, um, the one with Tim Allen? With yeah. Timothy yes. Allen? It's nothing like this. <laughs> no, nothing like this at all. That said, listeners, going ahead, uh, we're going to go deep into spoilers, so uh, if you haven't read along, please do so and come back to it. Otherwise, we're going to plunge ahead. This is our third Morrison book here uh, in the book club. We did uh, All oh, Stars Superman and uh, Batman Gothic, so listen to those. Those are the plugs. Is that all? That's all Let's we've dive done? In. From Grant Morrison, yeah. Huh. We'll change that. We'll yeah. have to change that. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get nah, to that. Nah, Shut up. <laughs> uh, and Ryan, if you want to suggest more or whomever, feel free to and we'll get to it. No, can. Ryan had his. Anyway, <laughs> he had his chance. Um, no, no, Sean, it's interesting how you said it. uh, it's kind of generic. I thought when I went into it, that this felt like Grant Morrison writing a book with the intent of it being adapted into a movie or a TV show or, you know, a cartoon or something. It felt like it was written with the intention of being adapted into something else. What do you guys think of that? Um, I I don't know if I feel that way, necessarily. I could see Morrison wanting to do this, because it still has elements of, like, Batman... Or even now with Green Lantern, you can see that he's integrating things that are historically attached to Santa Claus in mm. the book in ways that are like, oh, so that's how he got this, or this is like yeah. a weird take on that, and like you can see how um, how uh, the the villain at the end has a sack that he puts children in, and you can like <laughs> say, oh, well, maybe that's where Santa Claus got his idea for the sack. Like, there's all these kinds of things that were very much reminiscent of earlier works and stuff he does now um so i feel like he was doing doing that part of morrison 
But I also think he genuinely yeah. came into this wanting to tell a clean, like, cool superhero origin for Santa Claus with no no strings attached other than that he wanted to stake his claim on that character. Well, and that's that's sort of where I came at it with my overall impression, too. Like, it just doesn't... And, uh, you know, obviously I can't speak for Grant, but, like, the... The premise and the way this book plays out, you know, the way the way Sean described it, it's fit, it felt very paint by numbers. It felt like something that by this point in Grant's career, you know, which was only two, two years ago now, August of 2016 was, yeah, uh, was issue seven. Like, he would just hammer this out. Like, he, he wouldn't even have to think about this. That's, yeah, I mean, I think it feels that way. Like, it feels very effortless because, like, I think you're right that, like, it, it is like, yeah, like, by the numbers is a good way to put it because it's a very straightforward, like, it's a superhero story. You know, like, it's it's a very clear, like, here's the character, he encounters a problem, he decides he's going to overcome the problem, and he overcomes the problem. You know, and, like, by the end of it, it's like, and that's the story of how Santa Claus became Santa Claus. And it's like, cool, but... It's a fun ride. Like the art's really good, and it's it's got some good action. It's a, a, a couple points that are really funny, and uh, I don't know. It worked for me. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, you got you in a holiday spirit. The briskness of it really helped too. Like it's seven issues, but I read it in like maybe like an hour and a half. You know, like it wasn't it wasn't super long, and uh, it was it was just like it was a nice nice little self contained story. All right, fair enough. Uh, let's. Let's talk about some of the characters a little bit here. The ones that stand out, at least. What did you guys think of our hero of the people? Uh, more specifically, victory of the people. Our protagonist here. Stupid, sexy Klaus. <laughs> <laughs> he was sexy. I'll give him that. Um, I, I thought it was cool, man. Like, it, it was cool to see him, like, basically just be Batman and, like... It's like, oh, he like is this badass wild man, and he's got a wolf sidekick, and he fucking plays the flute and communes with the spirits and gets high in the forest or whatever. It's like, yeah, all right, this guy <laughs> seems pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I disagree with everything Pete said. The, he, he didn't. There wasn't a lot to him as a character uh, to really dissect, or like, I didn't take away anything much from him other than he was like a cool guy, you know, like. um yeah, all right, cool. Cult like a Conan the Barbarian, but with a heart of gold. Yeah, character. Hey, fine, whatever. Well, Chill. I know you were you were really here, Sean, for Dagmar. Yeah, of Ooh. course. And of course. can we can we take a second to address the fact that Mrs. Claus's name is Dagmar? Well, she's not Mrs. Claus. <laughs> Shut up. Her name is Dagmar. <laughs> That's, okay. That's cool. That's chill. Your name's Kale. That's a vegetable. Yeah, but it's not. It's not Dagmar. I hang on. I hang on again. Hey, shut oh, up. Sorry, One more time. On. Yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. Marco just said that Kale is a legume. <laughs> what is what it? Did I no, it's, that? it's. Are you kidding me? It's lettuce. Oh my god! I, what are you telling are me? Like, I don't book? know. Phil, you got to take control of this. <laughs> No, no, please. <laughs> Guys, Dagmar. Say your piece. Holy shit. Dig your own grave. Holy shit. Talk about the book. I, listen, I am. 
Are you? Her name is Dagmar. Right. Oh my right, god, I know! It's actually a cultivar. I, I liked, personally, how while Klaus is going around beating up guards in this town of, uh, what's it called? Uh, Grims- Grimsvig or whatever? Uh, he's also making toys to give to children. It's a really weird juxtaposition of this hunky ass man beating up all these people and be like, "Here's a little bird for you, little boy. Here's a little bug man for you, little girl." Uh, it's it's like it's a weird it's a weird premise on its face. This burly masculine man who beats up you know the, the rich oppressors during at during the day and then gives toys at night. All the poor kids. And then leaves like runes for joy. <laughs> I love it. It's like it's it's very much my aesthetic. Like, <laughs> what is your aesthetic? <laughs> this. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. I made the joke about the Santa Claus uh, just a minute ago, but I thought it was interesting that. Was a joke? that sorry. Huh? Uh, I thought it was. I said that was a joke. Well, I thought it was interesting that Claus didn't really have to go through anything like he didn't you know it wasn't like the santa claus where he had to learn a lesson to become santa claus he just had to get stabbed a couple of times (laughs) as santa's that's kind of the ritual i think that happens in the santa claus movie to now get stabbed a couple times and become santa claus that must be that new one he stabbed santa claus a couple times and then become santa claus i was never really quite sure on what happened there but no i i feel like yeah, I, I think it, it, if I can make a comparison to another superhero, it, it kind of felt like what you were saying about uh, Shazam on the, the show proper the other day of that. It's just like, well, he he already was a good guy. You know, he already had the goodness yeah. in his heart. And like, he becomes this figure because he's already communing with the spirits and is acting purely, you know? His entire mission is to give Toys to poor children. That's pretty super. Can we, can we talk? Yeah, he's kind of a Superman in a lot of ways. I don't think he kills anyone in this book for what it's worth. No, except for oh no, he kills the gnarly uh, Krampus. That's true, but that's a demon. So like, I, that's I don't give a pass on that one. It's like when Superman kills like a giant, you know, like evil fucking space dragon that's gonna eat a star or something. It's like all right, you know. He doesn't yeah. want to do it, which but it's got to be done. Which issue of Superman was that? <laughs> <laughs> um, he brought up the spirits, and that felt like a very morrison thing in this book, I, yeah. I thought. The, the uh, first so, issue? Well, Sorry, and also the, the seventh issue. Well, I was just saying the first issue, I was like, oh, okay, this is sort of normal. And then the, the whole like, tribute <laughs> part went, I was like, oh, there it is. There's the Morrison <laughs> of it all. <laughs> Marco, were you here for that? I I was dude. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, um and I don't uh, the designs of the spirits. I didn't know what they were at first. At first I was thinking like are these elves or something? Uh I guess not. They're like but they made toys bugs. for Santa Claus anyway. Yeah. There there must have been the 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 aliens that Grant met when he was actually abducted 25 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so I, I don't know. In essence, are they his elves? They they helped to make his toys, right? Aren't they like Yuletime uh, flames? Like, kind of like wisps or something? Wisps, that's, yeah. That's what, that would have been my guess, yeah. Well, at the end, they put stones inside his body. 
make good. I don't know what wisps do. <laughs> Apparently, they make toy. They make toys and replace blood with stone. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's why he didn't die when uh, uh, Magnus run, ran his sword through him. <laughs> the part where you know the part where he said, "I guess I'm immortal now." <laughs> I love he's like, I guess I'm immortal, and I don't really know what that means. <laughs> yeah. What What do you guys think of Magnus as an antagonist? Oh, just grating, man. Like I, yeah. I really couldn't stand him at all. And yeah. he, for me, he had go away heat. Like I just, just, yes. <laughs> there was nothing compelling about him. He was every other villain of his ilk that we've ever seen. Just mean for no reason. Just angry. Just hating on. You know everything good, and I guess you need that in a story about the ultimate good. You know that is Santa Claus, but um, I don't know. This again, very pedestrian. Even just his character design, like he just looks like a generic bad dude. Like he's got a cloak, he's got black hair, and all you know, and like like dark eyes. Yeah, right. And you know his kids are sniveling little shit, and like, well, the kid makes a face turn. Yeah, but whatever. Fuck him. He had go away heat too. <laughs> he did have go away heat. I was yeah. kind of like, I was like, how are they going to kill off this kid in a way that Dagmar can become Mrs. Claus? <laughs> <laughs> well, in my notes, I wrote Milf Claus. <laughs> uh, and listen, you've seen the Santa Claus. You know that uh, old Juliet from Lost is Milf Claus. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's What's the up, first sir? thing we've all agreed on. <laughs> um I read uh I read Magnus's voice in uh the voice of the uh, the monarch from the venture from the Venture I Brothers. That. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. See to me like I, I he just he reminded me of like he looks like skinny Dracula. Like, yeah. all I could hear is, like, the bad voice acting in Symphony of the Night, where it's like, What is a man? A miserable little pile of secrets? Yep, it's like, that's, that's, that's how I felt. Like, all of his delivery was just, like, really over the top and heavy-handed. I'll get you, Santa Claus. Exactly. <laughs> the wild man. <laughs> I... I I heard him as uh, Lord Farquaad. Right? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good one. I didn't want to give him the dignity of John Lithgow's voice, though, so. Right. <laughs> he's also, like, low-key, like, Skeletor. Like, he's a bad yeah. guy, but he's mostly just an ineffectual goth. Like, curse you, Heat Man! <laughs> Bringing toys to the children! Exactly. Um, I actually kind of thought of this dynamic between Klaus and uh, Magnus as being comparable to Superman and Lex Luthor. Uh, Santa Claus is gifted with kind of these, like, natural... He has a natural, you know, acumen for, like, athletics. He's brave. He's... He's <laughs> he's almost flawless, you know? He's excellent Whereas, at carving birds. <laughs> just just like Magnus from the Avengers. What is. every lady's um, looking for. Nice. Yeah, bird carver. Yeah, I thought you'd appreciate that, Kale. Um... <laughs> But at the on the opposite side of this paragon, you have like the worst of humanity. You just want to sleep with him, don't you? <laughs> he's he's extremely jealous of Dagmar uh, he's, winding up a Klaus. He he's like he wants to make my kid enfeeble or some yeah. shit. And listen, like he's uh, he's super insecure. Jealous, he's insecure. He's violent. Like he's listen. Like 
He fucking should be. Like, he's yeah. married to Dagmar, and his competition is Claus. Yeah, he fucking should be. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but if you're nice, you still get it. Like, what? He's not, he's not nice. What's up, Marco? He's black magic, you know? <laughs> that's who that, 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 that screwed him over. The black magic <laughs> so, Marco, please tell me more about this theory of Magnus being nice and being no, the nice no, he guy. Was, no, no, no. He's saying if he was nice, he would have still been able to get oh. it. Yeah, it's no big deal. I, I thought you were calling him the ultimate beta man. Which kind of is. Well, she, she does say when they have, like, their, they finally have, like, their together moment, she does say that, like, I don't know, like, your your angular hips and your, no, your, cheekbones. Uh, your cheekbones, yeah. yeah. yeah it's really good. <laughs> there are qualities I was attracted to 10, 15 years ago or whatever, yeah. Yeah, it's like, maybe I could have loved you if you weren't a fucking jerk. <laughs> she was also under a magic spell, right? Yeah. So. Uh, presumably, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the corny-ass line of Magnus demanding from the Krampus demon, Give me everything I deserve! And he immediately is set on fire. It's melted, yeah. yeah. And, and that was a v- visually an awesome moment, well done. Uh, but, come on. How many times yes. have we not corny. seen that? Literally that same line <laughs> of dialogue followed by the exact same moment. Yep. Well, that's it's stuff like that that made me think that Grant was writing this with the intent of like, oh, maybe this will be adapted into something someday. I, because that was like the phase of his writing career when he was like popping out a lot of stuff for Boom and Image or whatever with the intent of like having it turn into like a screenplay. I don't know, man. I for me, I think it's it's like we we have said it's like stuff like that for me was him just hammering it out, I, you know. I, and I think to add to that, the I think it's the a line, uh, just it's like the end of issue six, maybe. So, uh, Magnus says something to the effect of, "Now let's go to the conclusion, shall we?" It's like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah all right. like it's like, literally like, all right, next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> all, right, all right, Grant, hit enter on your keyboard a couple more times, and let's start the next issue. Come on, I. I See, I don't think it is for a film because I feel like Morrison has more respect for comics than that. Like, he wouldn't try to do something like that to be adapted. Wait, real quick. I found the page Kale was talking about. It's issue five, and the line is literally, now, shall we proceed to the inevitable conclusion? (laughs) (laughs) But it's funny because the original on the, the cover for the first issue is out of six. And then, like, halfway through, they change it to seven. So he was yeah. supposed to end it at that, and then they add like another issue. Hmm. Yeah, I thought that was weird. I was like, "Is there going to be like a prologue? Like, is it going to end next issue, and then there'll be one about him like actually becoming Santa Claus and like Sa- setting up the business and everything?" It's like, no, <laughs> Santa Claus issue zero. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> God, the sequel series. I want to agree with what Marco said about Morrison having more respect for the medium. Uh, than to do that, but I, I, I'm not sure that's true. I think that's just, you know, I mean, I I have um, performed rituals in the name of the man, so I I hold him in the highest regard. <laughs> but you never know; he he could have been doing that. I just don't think he was. We all need cash. I yeah. Does, and, he, and need, I, does he need more cash at this point? He's pretty set. How's he going to start putting out two issues of heavy metal a month? All right, he's got to make the money somewhere. <laughs> That magazine ain't selling itself. No one, no one, and no one's selling it either. That's uh, struggling. <laughs> That's why he took forty-five minutes and wrote this book. 
In <laughs> 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 in this issue, uh, Magnus does not present much of a physical challenge for our burly, sexy Santa. So, of course, they spring forth an evil Santa. Fucking Krampus. Krampus. Yeah, it was like, hell yeah. <laughs> now, I want to know if that that new antagonist, the real boss, if he did anything for you guys. Where maybe Magnus did not since he had go-away heat, after all. I only found out about uh, Krampus, like, maybe a week ago. Wait, really? So far, yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't realize it was a thing in, like, folklore. Oh, yeah, dude, it's, it's that dramatic folklore. It's still a thing. I was just, I was just at a shopping center, and they had St. Nicholas sitting with the kids, and there was a dude in a black robe with a broom standing next to him that was Krampus. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's insane. Europe is weird, dude. <laughs> what is with what is with medieval Germany being like, oh, we have to terrify the children into behaving? Kids are assholes, man. That's horrible. Kale's, Kale's the wrong audience for that question. He was raised, you know, in a in a reformed Christian house, so Well no, it's not that Pete. He was raised in actually like actual medieval Prussia. <laughs> so I I Googled Krampus because I don't know shit about that either. And one of the first things that I see is... is it's, a, it's a white thing, man. I guess so. It says, I, yeah, you're not wrong. In Bavaria... <laughs> yeah, literally. Krampus catches the naughty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Excuse so, me. So, Matt, watch out. <laughs> oh, my God. Sexy. I also thought that if Krampus came to America, there'd be a lot of people who would be boned. Not in the way they would Marco want. would get taken away in that sack. Marco would be gone mm-hmm. in a... Ha- uh, so, you asked... I'd be an elf. <laughs> You asked if, if Krampus worked for us. I mean, again, just, a, yeah. just a, almost worse in the sense that Krampus doesn't really have an agenda other than eat kids for whatever <laughs> reason. Because um, he's evil. Yeah, exactly. Because evil. And uh, that's never interesting. Well, so. yeah. I, I, liked the, I liked his look. His, the sort of magma thing that he had going on like was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that. The And... That was cool. Uh, visually, he was, I think he stood out a lot more than Magnus and stood out a lot more when, especially when Klaus comes in with the with the sled and like the that bright color versus sort of the- That the, shit is so badass. That right? scene of him with the, with the wolves and the lightning and then he just comes in with two like knives in his hands and yeah. flies out of the sled. It's like so needlessly extra, but I love it. I think visually there was a lot more there than um, like character-wise for those. I also, it almost felt like Klaus was like a Norse god almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He felt like when he marched into that battle with the Krampus, he was getting ready to take his place in Valhalla. All right. Uh, my my other question, <laughs> I thought that might spur a little something else, but all right, fair enough. Uh, my other question here is, what do you guys think of this story as an origin story for Santa Claus? Does that work for you? Or do you guys kind of look at this and just be like, ah, it's silly comic stuff? Both, like, it, it reminds me a lot of that animated sh- movie that I just mentioned right. before. And that, when I was a kid, I loved that special. And I always thought of that as, like, that feels like a good origin for Santa Claus. And this feels like that if Santa Claus also was, like, sticking his boot up people's ass. And, like, 
that's the silly comic stuff of it all. Is like every time that you see Santa Claus basically be fucking Batman, like yeah, like that's 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 the comic booky Grant Morrison-y of it all, and it works. You know, it's like it is by the numbers. It isn't like super unique, but like it's fun. You know, it's yeah. a it's a fun story, and it's a fun take on you know a well explored character. Uh, I I don't know. It's, like it just kind of it, my my feeling on it, and this is not great for podcasting, but it's like it is what it is. It doesn't like I don't have many feelings about that because it's like not at all you know in line with what I know about Santa Claus. But Santa Claus is fake, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, this Santa. does not match up with the Santa Claus canon that I know is well established. <laughs> Fuck, that's not what I came here for. Yeah, listen. <laughs> get out of here with your Santa isn't real shit, okay? I'm gonna have to put a content warning at the top of this one. Still real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm maintaining the kayfabe, Sean. All I can think about is the other day on, on the Comics Pals proper when Phil was just like, you know, I really feel like I need Grant Morrison's take on every major character. It's like, well, this is it. This is it for Santa Claus. <laughs> I need it for the rest of the Justice League of the Holidays. Where's my Easter Bunny origin oh, story? God. That's what I really need to know. Whoa. How did that motherfucker learn how to lay eggs, dude? I gotta know. <laughs> Santa gives his take on the Tooth Fairy story and Dwayne to Rock Johnson. Ah, yes! Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hell yeah. I'd see that sequel if they remade it. I need, uh, I need the rest of the Earth One holiday figures. <laughs> <laughs> they team up with Uncle Sam, who's an actual DC Comics character. Isn't that movie called That's Rise of the Guardians? Over. That's how the crossover starts. I I don't know. Is that a thing? I, I, I remember that... Uh, there, there was an actual incident where people went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy and they accidentally screened uh, Rise of the Guardians instead. Excuse me? Yeah, that was like an actual incident that occurred. There is a, there's a DreamWorks film of Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, Jack Frost, and the two oh, that yeah. getting together and fighting. I think it's I totally, called Rise of the Guardians. I think you're totally right. Yo, I want Grant Morrison's take on that. That's <laughs> That's what this should be the origin for. Or, or Grand Tackle's Nightmare Before Christmas, where it has all those other holidays behind the worst. And he does, like, an interpretation for each one of them. I can see that. I'm just saying, everybody's looking for their next shared universe. Give me the Klaus <laughs> cinematic universe. That's what I need. Well, the only problem with that is it's not, it's public domain, isn't it? All those characters? They are. That's why he can do it. Fuck it. Well, the studio won't be able to make a profit on the actual character, just the movie. No, so that's true in some sense. But you're allowed to do a new interpretation of a public licensed character yeah. and then license stuff that based on your interpretation of it. Because <laughs> oh, like if yeah. you look at if you look at Klaus actually, like the beginning of it is it's like Klaus created by Grant Morrison. Because he didn't yeah. create Santa Claus, but this is his interpretation of that character. Maybe he did. So, <laughs> what if we just what if he went back in time and is the original creator of Santa Claus? And he's Wait, just retelling the actual Shut story. Up. I've got a better. Holy shit. What if he went back in time, and what if he is Santa Claus? Oh, oh telling the God. stories of his adventures. Uh, it really is chaos magic. And this book was filled with, like, runes and stuff. 
Or it's like, it's some Bioshock Infinite shit where Klaus is actually just an alternate version of Grant Morrison. Like, Grant is the version of him in this universe where he doesn't become Santa Claus and instead he becomes a comic book writer. Well, do you remember Do you remember in Jonathan Hickman's uh, Fantastic Four where the Council of Reed Richards get together? Yes. Yep. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's the exact Bioshock Infinite reference that... Yeah, Pete's, is it the Pete's same thing? I've never yeah. played Bioshock. Yeah, 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 it's it's all like the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. there's okay. always a Grant Morrison. There's always a Lighthouse. There's always a Reed Richards. <laughs> <laughs> and in our next book club, we're gonna read the book where all of them come together and save Christmas. Damn, I'd read that book. It needs to be big and girthy, though. It has to be like a, an almanac. Grant on Infinite <laughs> Earths. Yes. Damn, that's a book. Yeah. My other question was, do you think do you think this stacks up with other holiday staples during the holiday season? Because there's so many of them. There's Rudolph, there's Frosty, you know, there's the Santa there's all the movies there are in addition to these T V classics. Do you think this like do you think this has the potential to be a holiday classic in the graphic novel form? No. No. It doesn't have the legs. I th- like the thing is you you gotta look at mainstream appeal there and one it's a comic book yeah you're not gonna hand this to your grandma and she's gonna be like oh my favorite book <laughs> 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 and and on that same vein like I I couldn't hand this to my little sister and and yeah. you know have her go oh I love it when he slices off Krampus's head. <laughs> But you could hand it to Thompson on the video game pals, and he'd be like, oh, this is my new Bible for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. My favorite Christmas tale. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like if it was adapted to an animated format, I think it could work as, like, a, a Christmas classic. But, you know, uh, it, it would be for, like, people of a certain age, you know? Yeah. Like, I think they'd have to tone it down for it to be for younger kids. And if they did it as is, it would definitely be, like, Aimed squarely at like teenagers, I think. They would need to up the the funny and up the heartwarming. I feel like it doesn't have because even if like even me, right? I didn't like if it had more of those, I would have been I would have been like, oh yeah, all right, cool, I like this. But it didn't, so it just feels like yeah, this is Santa Claus kicking ass, and I never yeah. in life ask for that so <laughs> yeah. it really just feels like Batman if he delivered presents right I I was really down with proletariat hero Superman liber- uh, there you go Santa Claus liberating the people from the mines I mean sure but he only makes one kid feel special you know he only teaches a lesson to that one kid well that's because you have that crooks of what the story's about I guess there are no bad kids well, and I, I also feel like it's like, it's only his first outing, Kale. Give him time. He's got a couple hundred years to get it till he's fixing it for every kid in the world. This is his origin story. Well, the qu- the question was, does it work as a as a holiday classic? And yeah. I, I think that's a fair response. Um, it doesn't it doesn't have enough of those moments where even as an adult or whatever, you go, oh, that's, you know, that's nice. So what I'm hearing is you need class. Well, there, there are there are sequels, actually. There are? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like one shot. Oh my stuff. god, what? There's Klaus two, the Klausening. <laughs> <laughs> I just a sidebar. I like the one line 
where he's talking to like the armed guards, or he's in the coal mine, and he explains why he's wearing red and white. I wear white for the snow and red for the blood of the fallen working class or something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, hell That's yes. That's what I want to think about. Me too. The holiday season, the blood of the fallen. <laughs> the suffering of the blue yeah. collar worker. Uh, yeah, so the, the Klaus one-shots are Klaus and the Witch of Winter and Klaus and the Crisis in Xmasville. <laughs> oh my god. Cool. What the fuck? I feel cheated and lied to. Why didn't we read the entire Klaus trilogy, you monsters? <laughs> next Christmas. Maybe next holiday season. <laughs> next Christmas. I'm or in July. <laughs> um let's let's talk about the art here. Um it's because great. I, Yeah, it really stands out here. It's uh, really good. Yeah, um uh, what what's his name? Oh my Dan god. Dan Mora. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang <laughs> on. What? Listen to this goddamn synopsis for right. Claus right. and the Christmas in Xmasville. All right, I'm in. <laughs> an evil Santa from an alternate dimension has found an, has founded an evil yep. soda corporation that uses Christmas and Santa as a marketing tactic to build their fortunes. Only Claus can defeat the Pola Cola Corp and the zombie-like Santas that are in the evil Santa's thrall. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me, Grant? <laughs> Klaus, the proletarian hero. Yep. Seriously. It's just like, alright, so here's what we're gonna do. My pitch, we're gonna take Santa Claus. <laughs> but you make him Batman and blue collar. Boom. <laughs> done. <laughs> and and you know those polar bears from the Coke commercials? Fuck those polar bears. They're the bad guys now. <laughs> the Coca-Cola Corporation has reappropriated Santa Claus into being something he never was. Uh, That's dope. Maybe we'll read that next December. <laughs> yeah, please, can we? Because that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Dan is like he's stellar Dan in this. He, Dan Mora, yeah, Dan, yeah. He and he does all the art and like including the the colors, which I thought really stood out. Uh, does he do when he gets Yeah, he does. He does all of it. The lighting is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know what else he's on. I I I'm not familiar with him. Never heard his name before. I'll uh, look him up while you guys talk about. He him. was he was on uh, Go Go Power Rangers. Uh, oh, was, was he? Okay, I don't I don't I'm not sure. I'm not a hundred percent that he did the whole book, but I know he did covers. Mm, okay, um, and I've seen a lot of his like uh, Power Ranger like redesigns and stuff, and they're dope as hell. Does he do those covers with uh, Jordan, or is it just him? He's done a lot of covers for Super Sons. Oh, okay, wow. Uh, but yeah, he also did a book called uh, Hexed, The Harlot and the Thief. That's another one that uh, came up here. Never heard of that one. But yeah, he did a lot of Go-Go Power Rangers, it appear. And if it makes you feel any better, he comes back for Klaus on every nice. other journey, it looks like. Grant Morrison has an uncanny ability for working with the best artists ever. I, I feel like he's he's crossed paths with almost all the great artists that are in the industry, and a lot of them are people who we don't even know about, you know, like untapped artists like, yeah. like Dan. This was so, so good. Um, wow. Visually. This dude also, this also, this dude also did some of the uh, WWE books oh. with uh, Dennis Hopeless. You're right, Sean. He has this uh, ability to kind of pick out artists that you've never heard of. And I feel like if you're a prominent writer in the industry, that's like, that should go with the job, right? You're like, I'm going to go look for artists that no one's heard of and work with them. 
Uh, I know for Multiversity 2, which is an out, he talked about like going to Los Angeles uh, mm-hmm. in between like meeting with executives or whatever and just like going to like local uh, art exhibits and just like looking at pictures and be like, oh, yeah, this, this is good. Who did this? Wow. That's actually really cool. And like being like, hey, you want to work on a comic? Even though they've never done that before. Whoa. Yeah, like how cool is it <clears throat> like to, to be somebody like in Dan's position where you've done like one or two big like licensed books for boom or whoever and then it's like all of a sudden it's like grant morrison fucking calls you up to the major leagues it's like you want to do my fucking santa claus origin story with me yes please <laughs> i don't think there need i don't even i don't even think there needs to be a pitch i just think he has to go hey you want to work on a book yep <laughs> yeah you're a fool to say no yeah you want to draw a wolf taking drugs yeah yep. sure. <laughs> i i loved all the visuals of like the music yeah. that they would play from the flute yeah. or the wolf howling. It just, it looked like these northern lights or whatever. It, it was so pretty to look at. All the parts with the wolf were the best parts. Yeah. Dude, when the wolf got shot with the arrows, I was so upset. I was like, no! I know. I, know. Like when I, I, thought, I really thought she was going to die. And then I was like, okay, cool, no, she became a magic spirit too. We're all good. Well, then I was like, okay, maybe he, the wolf, like when it was laying on top of him, I was like, okay, maybe they're gonna become one. Okay, that's that's cool too. I can fuck with that. Yeah, yeah, I really thought that was gonna be the case that he was he, she was gonna die and like somehow that was gonna result in him becoming a spirit or whatever. But yeah, no, I I'm a sucker for a good animal sidekick, and she was a good animal sidekick, among the best animal sidekicks. How how fucking killer is it too in that last issue where she just rips Krampus's arm off and there's that yeah. shot of her just with his, his arm just hanging from her mouth. Awesome. There were a couple points in this issue where Grant was very Grant. Like when I, when the Krampus was first unveiled or whatever. It was like, I will ride the northern lights and steal all like, like just like using this verbiage of, of like uh, of things that felt like Grant lines. Yeah. That 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 was greedy bad children for sack and for supper. I love that you gotta know that crazy <laughs> crap because that's so. I mean, that's when you. That's what I'm exactly, here for. Exactly. When you love Grant Morrison, you see that wild stuff and you just smile. So, I think this kind of ties everything up in a nice little bow here. Would you guys recommend this book to anyone? To all the children and who? Oh, not to all the children. Yeah, they might get eaten. They might get eaten, especially if they read this shit, man. It's not good for them. I feel like this is totally appropriate for not young kids. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've got, like, a mature nine-year-old in your family, or, like, 10 to 12, whatever, like, totally fine for them. And I think it's good for anybody who's a fan of, you know, comics that's in the mood for something a little Christmassy. Like, it's, it's simple. It's like a popcorn comic. Yeah. But, like, that's, like, that's fine sometimes, you know? Sean, uh, would you recommend this book to anyone? Not as a Grant Morrison book. Uh, I don't think I would, to be honest. Dun, dun, dun. It's, not, it's, it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It's just that I don't really know what's here for the average reader that they can't get elsewhere. And I also don't know who in particular I would be saying, yeah, this is for you. Um, I don't know anyone in my life who I who I can think of and go, yeah, I like I absolutely think you should read this, um, and that's how typically how I gauge it. Um, 
it's a fine story and everything like that, but if you want something to read for the holidays, there's a lot better Christmas comics than this, a lot better Christmas stories in general, and if you want to see Santa Claus as a badass, well, okay, sure, but that's like an extremely niche type of person that I don't know, so no, I I don't think I would. It's funny because I don't think I've ever read a Christmas comic book before. Has anyone else? Me neither. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, DC puts out Christmas and winter specials all the time. I mean, I think Giant Days had a Christmas uh, issue. That that is true. Uh, yeah. I'm, I I suppose I suppose to answer your question, I've never read a Christmas comic. I've read comics in which Christmas took place. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Uh, which is what I what I meant, I guess. Like this is this, this isn't even a comic book about Christmas. It's a comic book about Santa Claus, um, and, mm. and yeah. so. Yeah, True. I guess I mean like holiday Christmas spirit books, and for that you can go to the X Men. They have a lot of like you know winter adventure holiday books. There's even good Batman ones. There's so many, um, you know that that we've all read at some point. So all right, uh, any final thoughts here before we wrap this up? It's good. That's Dagmar. <laughs> Dagmar indeed. Uh, yeah, this is probably the only. Grant Morrison story I've ever read that I feel pretty flat about for the most part. Normally I have a huge reaction one way or the other. This is very much in the middle for me. Yeah, I uh, I, I thought it was pretty pedestrian too. I liked it. I liked working class Santa Claus. I uh, was definitely here for that. But all in all, you know, it was, it was pretty pedestrian. It was a quick read. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't have a. I didn't take a lot out of it. I don't know if I would recommend it to anyone. Uh, maybe someone that likes the holidays quite a bit. Uh, there was a movie that came out a couple of years ago called Krampus, which is in vogue of what we've been talking about, which is a really good movie. If someone really liked movie. that movie, what's that? It was a horror movie, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a Christmas horror it was, movie. It was, it was. It was. It was reminiscent of Gremlins. Hmm. Um, kind of a playful horror movie. So if you're into that kind of thing, I would recommend this book personally. But. Although, you know, it was a light, it was a light breezy read. I uh, didn't get a lot out of it. But, uh, Ryan, thank you for suggesting it. I'm glad we all read it. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking do better, Ryan. Oh. <laughs> Yo, fuck you, Kale. You fucking pick on Ryan. That's my friend. I don't give a shit. What I can say about I'll you. Pick on Marco, too. Whoa. He's not going to stick up for Marco. I'm classes, I'm classes elf. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Krampus's elf. <laughs> alright as for us you can find all of our content on YouTube at the Comics Pals and the Video Games Pals you can find us on all social media platforms Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and uh, give us a like, give us a follow whatever is appropriate there uh, if you have any questions or suggestions for a future book club you can hit us up on Gmail at thecomicspals at gmail.com this month if you haven't read uh, Aquaman, we did a book club for that as well, uh, which dropped a few weeks ago. As for January, I believe we're going to do Hellboy. Yes, so you can get ready for that. If you're still in I the Christmas doing, spirit. That's right. I think we're doing Seed of Destruction. Uh, and so with that, to all a good night and all whatever the thing that Santa Claus says. Ho, ho, ho! Ho, ho, hell yeah. Take care. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs>